Hi, Rav Judah here with Masechet Machot, Paragimel Mishnabet, dedicated in memory of Sandy Malach, Sarah Batzidik Yaakov. This Mishnah continues the long list of those uh, transgressions that could result in Makot, starting with the, some of which are also subject to Kareid or would be subject to Kareid, but for the fact that one was warned about Makot, uh, this is dealt with in greater length in the Masechta and the Gemara, but uh, we're continuing this list of, of transgressions that could be subject to lashes. Hatamisha Akhalat HaKodesh, so someone who is ritually impure is at contact with loss of life uh, and eats uh, sanctified foods, you know, things like uh, Korbanot. Habala Mikdash Tamesim, who enters the Beit HaMikdash while in a state of Tumah. The Beit HaMikdash is meant to be a miniature Gan Eden. It's really, it's a microcosm. It's a miniature world and a return to that space. And it's a space of life. Someone's not allowed to go in there with contact with death. Ha'ochel chelev, one who eats uh, their fats in a, in a, uh, in a mammal. Uh, like a you know, goat, a cow, etc., that are forbidden to be in there, those fats that are okay and those fats that are forbidden. So the forbidden fats are called chelev. Dam, eating blood. We have uh, processes for getting blood out of uh, out of animals before the meat is eaten. Notar, notar is leftover korban. Um, when there are certain pieces that one is allowed to eat, they have they come with an expiration date. So you have to eat it by you know sunset of the next day or whatnot. That's called notar, leftover. Pigul, pigul is when... A, um, when a korban was offered, a sacrifice was offered, but with misintent. In other words, it was meant to be one kind of korban, but the Kohen had in mind a different kind or whatnot. Uh, that can ruin that. Um, the uh, vitame, if one's eating a korban that itself, not the person, but the meat is t- became tame. All, all korban are meant to be offered in the Beit HaMikdash. So somebody shechts an animal and offers it as a korban outside the Mikdash. Eating chametz, leavened products, fermented grain and, and uh, on Pesach. One who eats or does malacha, um, you know, just creative activity on Yom Kippur. Someone who tries to put together these special anointing oil. Uh, for the Beit HaMikdash that's not for private usage you don't do it on your own someone tries to put together the exact recipe of the incense that was burned in the temple it's only for the temple it's not to be made for one's private usage somebody who anoints themselves with the special anointing oil that's only for kings and Kohanim Gedolim at special moments. One who eats non-kosher meat or uh, meat that wasn't uh, shechted, meat that has a, uh, the animal had a, some sort of a, a malady that would cause it to die within within the year. Nevelo, trefot. Shkatsim, ramasim, these are various creepy crawly things that are not, you know, not kosher. Uh, rats, reptiles, etc. Bugs. Um, if one eats untithed produce that hasn't had either the portion given to the Kohanim or uh portion taken to be given to the Levites. This is part of the support of the Jewish public schooling system. If those things haven't been taken, particularly the part that go to the Kohen directly or to the Levi to give to the Kohen, um, second tithe is something that one keeps for themselves to be eaten in a state of tahara, of life connection and purity in Yerushalayim. Um, if you didn't redeem that and you ate it, you're not supposed to eat it at this point, uh, or temple property that one ate. Um, now, how much is enough to eat of these things that one would be subject to lashes? Rishimon Omer calls you who? Rabbi Shimon says any amount. It has to be an olive's worth. Amalahem Rabbi Shimon, and it's a modernly ba'ochel namala. Um, Rabbi Shimon says to the rabbis, don't you agree with me? Don't you admit that if one eats even a small entire ant, 
chayev, that the person's chayev. So doesn't that show you that even a tiny amount would be enough? The rabbi said back, no, 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 that's not it. That's not because you ate the, the proper amount, or the, or the not proper amount, it's not proper, but the requisite amount to be subject to lashes is really an olive's worth. Why, if someone eats an entire ant, are they subject to lashes? Because they ate a whole ant. It is kibriyatat, the way it was created. So it, it is an entire and significant item, even though it's less than an olive. Amalahan, so, so that Rabbi Shimon said back to the rabbis, if you're eating one kernel of forbidden wheat, isn't that as it grows? And so this conversation goes back and forth in the Gemara a little bit further, but is the, is the requisite amount to be subject to lashes actually a kazayat unless it is a kibriyat, unless it's the way that it grew and is a, is a grain of wheat really the way it grew or it's part of a larger stock, uh, or really any amount would be enough. Uh, we actually pass in kazayat. It has to be a kazayat and all it's worth unless it is something that grew like that in nature with its significance of being whole.